This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by Profitability Movement. Google Profitability-Movement to join this community of business owners focused on building profit, increasing wealth, and giving back. Thank you for joining us. Here's how we will help your business and you today. You'll probably think I'm nuts when I introduce my guest today, Drake Van Hall. Drake is the CEO of Performance Financial, a company that specializes in bookkeeping and financials. Wait a minute, you say. That's what you do. True. However, there is always more than one person or one company who can help you with the financial segment of your company. I like to get different perspectives, and I hope you do too. So I've invited Drake to be my guest today and give you a different perspective on the financial side of your company. Drake, welcome to Contractor Sense. Thank you very much for having me. I'm excited to be on here today. Oh, I'm just saying, go ahead. <laughs> it's my pleasure to have you. You know, it's like it's to me, it's always good to get different perspectives because I have one, and I I love having. And I'm not saying we're going to have a debate or anything else like that. For but sure. a lo- but a lot of contractors don't look at the world like I do. A lot of CPAs and bookkeepers don't look at the world like I do. So I like to give different perspectives on you know, how you do what you do, you know, what you do for contractors and that type of thing. You know, exactly. as long as somebody's looking at the financial side of your company and making sure you're profitable and building wealth, I could care less who it is. No offense to you or any of you CPAs <laughs> or bookkeepers who are out there. Just those of you who are owners, get somebody to help you look at them. Because That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I you probably find what I do is that, you know, 99% of the world unless you are a CPA bookkeeper or somebody you know, in the financial world, didn't start their business to do the financial side of their company. <laughs> no, almost never, actually. Even CPAs will tell you that. Oh, really? I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, that's exactly right. Yeah. So tell, you know, tell us a little bit about Performance Financial and what you do from an overview site and, you know, and, and how you work with small businesses and contractors. Yeah, for sure. So I'll give you a little backstory on how I came to starting my practice and then walk into that. So I worked for a pretty large Midwest regional firm, and we worked anywhere from companies that were in the startup phase to a billion dollars in revenue. And so when I started with them, I was really excited, gung-ho, first job out of college. Uh, and I really liked it. I learned a lot and had made some really good connections. And as I progressed through my career there, um, COVID hit. And as a lot of people that have started businesses outside of COVID, um, what what happened is a lot of the companies we were working with, um, our firm just said, hey, if you're not paying us X amount of dollars a year, see ya, there's the door. Um, we're not going to help you guys out. We just don't have the time and resources. And uh, what I'd really come to appreciate is the one-on-one connection that I built with my clients, um, more so at the ownership level, as opposed to necessarily just their accounting staff. Um, when you're working on clients that are doing, you know, multiple hundreds of millions of dollars a year, you work directly with their accounting staff and don't get a lot of interaction with the owner. And as I was coming up in my career, you know, the clients that I had brought on that I was working with personally were some of the smaller ones, you know, maybe under 10 million a year in revenue. And that's where I felt like I had a really good connection. And so those clients kind of went out the door quickly when COVID hit. And I went, man, there's a lot of companies out there that are missing good advice from somebody. And so what I did was I I decided it's time to start my own practice. I was kind of getting tired of working for these much larger companies. 
Um, and I really wanted to put my focus and effort into building this company that was more to help that kind of filled that gap between, hey, I've just started out and hey, we're doing 20 plus million a year where there's a lot of complexity that comes around with that. And because the firms around us were not helping clients kind of in that middle niche. So really what our biggest focus is forward thinking advisory. And we do that kind of through a three-step model. So really the foundation of all of that comes from bookkeeping. If we don't have good, accurate information, the next two components of it will not work. So if you're building a house, if you don't pour a solid foundation, you can't even think about what the paint's gonna look like yet. So we start with a solid foundation from the bookkeeping side, and we utilize that information to help us make really good decisions. So I don't know if you talk about this much, Ruth, but one thing that I really see coming from the finance world or just in general in the next five to 10 years is when we, people talk about things like AI and blockchain and things like that. These are those big, scary terms that nobody really qu quite knows what they mean. And what I've been seeing a lot too is the accounting profession is really utilizing that technology well to get the base information, the accurate financial statements. You know, QuickBooks Online does a fantastic job doing some of that already. And so moving away from the, the hey, this is what we did, into kind of our next level of, of advisory services is this is what we should be doing. So instead of going, this is what we did with our money, this is what we are going to tell our money to do. And, you know, this is where budgeting comes in, setting up KPIs, key performance indicators, being proactive in our tax planning. And then finally, that leads kind of to the, to the top service is, is our tax preparation. And this is the service we put probably the most minimal thought into when it comes to tax prep time. Because in theory, if the other two segments have been effective throughout the year, the tax return should just be a product of good bookkeeping and good planning throughout the year. So we don't dwell on taxes because we've talked about it proactively throughout the year. So they're not this scary monster that comes, comes uh, once a year in March. You know, I always tell everybody the worst part about taxes is the fear of the unknown. So if we can solve some of that throughout the year and kind of set that fear aside, then it just becomes a compliance issue uh, late winter or early spring. So. so you so you don't tell a, a client that hey your tax bill is twenty five thousand dollars and they go what? <laughs> <laughs> we try to do that as minimal minimally as possible. <laughs> Does it happen sometimes? Yes. We don't do a ton of one off tax returns. Um, yeah, most of our tax returns come from our bookkeeping and advisory clients. So they already have like just this morning I was actually doing a. A client meeting and we did tax planning today we went through and did some projections on where they're going to end up and so that you know in a month when we have to make our quarterly estimates we are on we are on pace to not destroy our cash flow come april <laughs> that's the general idea or you don't do something in december where your accountant says you're going to have a tax bill of x and they go i don't want to spend that much you know and they tell you to go buy trucks and your yes. worst quarter of the year is first quarter and you have no cash. I have yep. seen that time and time and time again. I mean, it's insane. Yeah. And the other piece that comes with that, too, is, you know, if, you, if you're thinking about coming out of a slow time and then you didn't do effective tax planning and maybe you're a newer business and haven't been great about making your estimated payments. Now, all of a sudden, your tax bill is due in April as well as your first quarter estimate to try to get caught up for the next year. So it's a <laughs> cash flow nightmare uh, come April or March. And now that's when you're starting to get busy again and need to start buying more materials to start producing more jobs. Yep, absolutely. So it's well, a vicious cycle. 
Yeah, it can be if you don't do your planning right. You're absolutely right. right. You are absolutely correct. All right. We need to take a break. So if somebody wants to get in touch with you, Drake, how do they do that? Yeah, they can uh, reach me on any social media at Performance Financial LLC, or they can uh, shoot me an email at dvanthall at performancefinancialllc.com. That's D-V-A-N-T-H-U-L, correct? Yes, ma'am. All right. We will be right back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. Many times, relatives are recruited to do your company's books without knowing how to do the books. Or you hire a bookkeeper who really doesn't know bookkeeping. If this is you, then your books are probably inaccurate. You probably pay more taxes than you should, and you rarely look at a P&L and balance sheet because you know they are wrong. What do you do? Have your bookkeeper enroll in Ruth King's Contractor Bookkeeping Basics. After completing this online course, your bookkeeper will know bookkeeping. You'll get accurate financial statements that help you make good business financial decisions. To enroll, click on the link in the show notes or call us at 770-729-0258. Enroll today. We're back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. I'm speaking with Drake Van Hull, who is the, I guess, owner, CEO, partner extraordinaire of Performance Financial LLC. So which title is it? Sure. <laughs> All of the above, a chief yeah, cook and bottle we, washer. We, that's exactly right. So yeah. uh, I would say CEO is fine. Okay. So. <laughs> Anyway, so you're in the, you're you're in the space where you could you can help business owners. What do you see as the major issues? I mean, understanding the financial side of business, they have to do and they have to do themselves, and you can help train them on that. Correct? Yes, for sure, without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. So, how do you overcome the resistance of somebody saying, "I just never ever want to look at my financial statements"? Well, I mean, it really comes back to there's probably a deeper like issue there's maybe a fear or like they're not setting goals well right so one thing we really try to do you know the, the accounting isn't that difficult um, the numbers aren't that crazy it's it's addition and subtraction um, so there's probably something deeper where maybe we're concerned with money or hey we just don't we've never set goals it's just not something we've ever done and so it becomes a little bit of a mindset right so that's something we work on as well um, is developing some of that like, okay, what are we really trying to do here? Because as you know, there's only three things we can do with money. We can save it, we can spend it, and we get we can give it. There's not a lot else we can do with it. But what are you trying to do with it? Like, what would be a long-term goal? So like, let's look at the next 10 years. Do you want to sell this business? Do you want to open another business? Do you want to have 10 employees? Do you want to have a fleet of 50 trucks? Like, what what is it that you really want to do? And then we can start there and we can work our way back. Because if we can see the big picture or have kind of that idea in front of us, then it makes some of the, maybe you just really hate looking at the numbers. It makes some of that minutia go away when you can see the light at the end of the tunnel or understand where the bigger picture is coming from. Yeah. Do you ever run into uh, clients who initially think that money is bad? Profits are uh, bad? No, I haven't found that to be the case. Um, I have found where people don't understand their worth is pretty common. Mm -hmm. That's the most common piece, I would say, to where they're selling themselves for $20 an hour or whatever it is. And one of the things I always tell my clients is you got to remember you're worth between 200 to 1000 an hour at a minimum. 
Tell them to take my building profit and wealth class. <laughs> but you're right. I mean, it actually is that true because I look at things from a net profit per hour perspective. And if you're making $4.52 an hour, why are you in business? I mean, that's right. nuts. Exactly. Yeah. We don't work for free here. We're in the for-profit business for a reason. We're trying to make a profit so that yeah. we can do good things with that money. Exactly. So, yeah. I, you know, so, all right. So we've set the goals. And then you take the financials around the goals, correct? Correct, exactly. Yep. So so really, we're setting goals. The financials are kind of a product of our actions to some extent. So then because we know the financials are a product of our action, they're, they're, they're the actual of what we're trying to accomplish, right? They're kind of that litmus test telling us, are we meeting our goals or not? From that, and like I was kind of talking about earlier, kind of how we build the different segments, then we kind of move into that segment two, which is the advisory piece, mm -hmm. right? This is the setting actual metrics inside of your business to help you understand what the actual numbers are saying or how to improve those numbers. So for example, I, I have a client right now, they're a used car dealer and their goal is to try to make a thousand dollars on every car that they sell. I don't necessarily agree with that goal, but it is what it is. Okay. What we what we were able to figure out, and this is why it's not super complex, right? So what we were able to figure out is they have about twenty two to twenty five thousand dollars in fixed costs every single month. That's you know with payroll and overhead yeah. and rent, yeah. and that's their kind of their fixed expenses that they have to deal with every month. So I said to the guy, "You need to sell twenty five cars a month just to break even." Yeah, and it was like just a mind blowing experience to him. And I'm like, it's really simple, simple math, but once we set a goal, now we can utilize some of our metrics that are really easy to calculate to help us go, okay, it's the 18th of the month and we've sold 12 cars. We are off pace from hitting our goal for the month, right? And it can be simple things like that, that we can set up metrics that, so you don't have to be in the weeds of your numbers every day. You can go, hey, this is a good metric. It's worked month over month. If we're not hitting 25 cars, we're not making any money this month. Yeah, you're losing it. And I mean, the idea yep. is not to have a loss. The idea is to be profitable. Exactly. So <laughs> if do we want to make five grand in profit, we better sell 30 cars, right? Mm -hmm. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so, so, so do a lot of your clients have internal bookkeeping or do you handle everything? We typically handle the majority of the bookkeeping. I have a few larger clients that have some internals where we kind of act as more of a CFO. Uh -huh. We're helping more on the budgeting process and the more high-level advisory, helping set up loans and things like that. Um, the majority of them, we do the bookkeeping, and then we sit down for a monthly meeting um, to really understand the financials because ultimately another goal for them is to never stay where they're at, right? So if, if you're a small business that's listening to this and you go, I have no, no idea what a balance sheet or an income statement is, and those sound super scary, um, if you want to grow and be a larger successful business or have multiple businesses, these are something that you have to learn, right? So you don't have to learn it in a week, but this is something that as you're growing your current business that you should be gaining some knowledge in if you have other goals to be larger or to you know own multiple businesses or whatever it is. So, Yeah, my the way I always describe it to them, and this might help you, it won't help you with your car dealer. We'd have to figure something out for a car dealer. But my thing is, especially with heating and air contractors and people who electrical contractors, mm -hmm. um, remember the first time you ever looked at a wiring diagram and they all roll their eyes in the back of their head. Did you understand it? No. Right. Well, what happened? 
I learned it because I had it, you know, it's part of my business. Well, this is the same thing. First time you look at a P&L on the balance sheet, do you understand it? No. <laughs> That's a great, I'm totally stealing that one, by the way. <laughs> be my guest. Be, but I don't know what to do for the car dealer. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, it's, that's, you know, a little bit different than somebody who's a plumber or a heating air guy, right, you know, right. something like that. That's easy. Yeah, um, yeah, right. No, I get what well, The one I always use to explain why the bookkeeping is important is I always tell everybody, remember when you were an employee and you went into your boss's office for your annual review and you sit down and your boss goes, you were really screwing up nine months ago. Um, and you finally get told that nine months later and you go, why didn't you just tell me that nine months ago and I yeah. could have fixed it? Yeah, you know, exactly. that's what bookkeeping does, is because you're not going to look at it until you have to put it together for tax time. And you might not, you, now you finally figure out you didn't do very good for the year. Yep. Absolutely. Cool. <laughs> so give us your, your website and how to get a hold of you again. Yep. So our website is www.performancefinancialllc.com. And you can reach reach me at dvanthall at performancefinancialllc.com. And just Google or search Performance Financial on any of the major social media sites. We have lots of content and um, engaging posts out there for you guys to learn little tax tips each day or just some motivational stuff. So, Cool. Well, Drake, thank you so much for being my guest today. Appreciate it very much, Ruth. This has been a lot of fun. Yep, for me too. And thank you, all of you, for joining us. Choose one thing that you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money, too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.